Welcome to the first episode of Wailing Borough, a local ghost story podcast detailing some of the hauntings and scary stories of Wailing Borough. We'll be exploring the history behind these hauntings and the buildings that host these stories. We are your hosts, Kirsten and Ross, members of the Wailing Borough Young Producers. This episode, we are talking about the Hind Hotel in the town centre of Wailing Borough. We are actually sat in the Cromwell suite of the hotel, a room that is referred to in abundance in our first story reading. Thank you to Freya, who is reading the story for you today. She is a member of the Northampton Young Actors at Watson Theatre. So, sit back, listen, breathe, turn out the lights. Thank you. History inhales and exhales as it finds itself trapped and abandoned by time. Time hurries forward and leaves it behind. I'm afraid that you are the one that history has decided to release its feelings on. If you wander Wellingborough Town Centre, at some point in your travels, you'll either find yourself walking between two buildings. The one of interest has an old horse and cart entrance, along with some dark windows lining the body of the building. Or this building may spot you from its front, a balcony cascading down over its large and heavy front doors with a golden hind stood at the top staring proudly out over the town centre. This is by no means a building that people make an effort to avoid. Many people pass through the Hind Hotel. To some it's a stop-off point to rest and recuperate, but for others it's a popular watering hole to visit in the evening. However, the walls remember everything, and they have some secrets to share. The room may be yours for the night, given to you by the managers and owners. The building may be free enough to roam, for you to have a meal, for you to have a drink with the patrons at the bar and get to know the locals passing through of an evening. But the room you purchased was never released to you. The money you've parted with does not allow you solitary comfort. As you intend to get a good night's sleep, you are seldom left alone to rest. As your eyes shut to rest for the day ahead... Another set of eyes peer at you from a part of the room you are unable to explore. This is especially true in room number three. In this room, the eyes belong to the grey lady. I'd hope that you can be respectful to her, otherwise you might find yourself preferring to stay in the reception of the hind. Such has happened before. You may also not feel anything. She seems to be resting in these recent years. That's not to say something won't wake her from wherever in the room she sleeps. Another way that history makes itself known in the Hind Hotel is the form of the White Lady. I can imagine that every time an infuriated tear drops from her eye, it falls on the floor, coursing through the wood and stone of the building, watering the energies that still hold claim on the hotel. Those tears were once a seed of terror as she was strangled with cold-blooded arms after overhearing plans for the Battle of Naseby. Her body was left to stiffen and rot in the walls of the priest hole, the remnants of which still bear a reminder of her killing in the Cromwell suite. Aptly named, as her death may have been down to Cromwell himself. As the years have passed, she's become unfriendly and potentially untrusting of the lives around her. I can understand. Having been taken in such a way that it makes her seem like a mildly inconvenient bug rather than a human. The pain of the White Lady comes from the corruption of the innocents. Something else that lays dormant in the walls of the Hind Hotel... Having a meal in the restaurant, you might find your shirt being tugged on. At first, you can brush it off. You've heard the stories, and it's all in your mind. 
Those comforting doubts fly out of your ears as you look under the table and find two large eyes staring back at you. In horror, you back out of the restaurant to find help or run back to your room, but those eyes will follow you. If you trip up the stairs, those eyes will be right there next to you. Not to scare you, but because they feel upset for you. The eyes belong to a young girl who was said to have fallen down the stairs and died. She's no menace, but, needless to say, being in the presence of someone who should not exist anymore can still cause a naive, beating heart to skip a beat. In this instance, she's just as scared as you. Like many young children, she's terrified of the dark. Who knows what she might be seeing? A lamp is kept on at night to let the young girl feel comfortable. If you do find yourself by the stairs or walking by the restaurant at night and someone has forgotten to turn on the lamp, you might want to hurry back to your room. Just don't trip. My hope is that another soul can help look after the young girl. She might have been walking through the halls of the hotel and nodded hello to this soul, not even realising that she's a memory. A memory that feels warm and pleasant, even inviting. You've probably walked past her and she's seen you through the windows or from the other side of the hall. She's likely to have shifted out of your way to let you pass, but because she doesn't live in the same plane as us, you can't see her to thank her. This lady is known as Miss Pretty. This is another soul who's grown more benign in recent years, not really appearing to greet guests, but I believe that she still stands flat against the walls like paint to let you pass. She still sees you and enjoys that you're there. I also hope that in some way the confusion and worry that the young girl must be feeling is soothed by Miss Pretty, so that she can stop hiding under the tables. I must be honest with you. The previous story acted as a faux ending, a nicety to allow you to stop listening and leave feeling some sort of closure, should you choose to. This next part is not as pleasant. It's bleak and ambiguous, and so I apologise for two reasons. One, because these next phantoms have no clear history. Their presence is unknown, and two, the unknown itself is something that has a tendency to make humans feel uneasy. Humans need knowledge to feel comfort. Humans need to see the lineage of something to justify its stay, and when we can't get either, we run from the very thing, the very unwelcome guest, that we let loose. We make a return to the Cromwell Suite, a room that has such a particular energy that it feels like the irritating sickness and headache that you get from a heavy storm approaching. If you sleep in the room next door, you might hear the dragging of furniture. You can't see it move from within the room, but you can feel it coming closer to the wall that you share. Imagine the chair dragging across the room. It stops and turns to the wall. You can't even see the chair, but whatever is sitting in that chair, you can see in such a visceral and bespoke sense. In the past, when the building has been closed for repairs, the foundations seem to have been unsettled, disturbing the permanent residence of the hind. Bottles were thrown out of anger, flung at heads from hands devoid of blood and flesh and skin and sinew. Ashtrays were shattered from a spell, transcending the possibility of our existence. Obscure lights materialised out of nowhere, lights that, in itself, is bright, but actually is born out of a negative space that could bite your hand and swallow you whole if you lean in too close. It feels odd ending here, in such an abrupt, out-of-pocket way. My reason for ending this short documentation here is because, even through my rough speculations and narrative liberties, the reality of the story goes on. Visit for yourself.
So thank you, Freya, for um, <laughs> for reading our story. My um, pleasure. You did brilliantly. We loved it. So how do you actually feel like being in the ro- in the Cromwell suite? In here right now, there's definitely something. There's definitely something. I've got like a pit in my stomach that I yeah. get. And like tingling on the back of my neck. Okay. Um, so kind of kind of like the ones you get when you feel like you're being watched type yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Um, and a little bit of nerves of like, it's almost anticipation. Like I feel like okay. something's gonna happen. Not massively yeah. strongly, but there's definitely something of like, this isn't you're kind of on room. edge. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. definitely slightly on edge. Um, and I had it as well coming up the stairs. Walked okay. in and I was fine. And then I went up the stairs and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's something here. Um, and then the corridors around until this room were fine. And then again, coming okay. in here, and I was like, oh, there's there's something mm-hmm. else. Um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely something or someone in here. Okay. This, because that, that was the reason why I didn't want to show you the story before. So so you're not yeah. like psychosomatically creating these yeah, feelings. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's served it well to a degree. Definitely. Um, uh, it's because obviously I have my own feelings and reservations towards this place um it's always interesting because obviously i I, as i said i used to work here yeah um so it's always interesting hearing the opinions of other people especially people that are somewhat skeptical yeah i mean personally i felt very little walking in here i don't i'm not the type of person who will feel that the thing that got me was finding the um bishop hole where the woman was, was supposed to be that we come across by accident yeah, yeah that accident. completely accidentally discovered. <laughs> accidentally discovered that but i feel like that was just the whole yeah i think that was the whole sort of suddenly there's a hole in the wall and it just it is really old and yeah, that'll do it that it just that one kind of put me on edge but i think that was the first thing since i've got here that's actually sort of made me aware of the history yeah. i think so mm-hmm. far with all the stories that we've read and reading like the hearing the one about behind there's i felt this kind of distance between like where i am and what i'm hearing because to me it was it just felt like a ghost story that it i didn't quite twig the way i'm in this act mm-hmm. i'm actually in this place yeah. until i'd seen that and that kind of freaked me out yeah i spoke to someone in preparation for this um she was my manager here mm-hmm. um and she was saying in the cellar there's like a gap in the bricks and if you look through the gap you can see into the tunnels that like okay because the, the, oh, the, te- the tunnels go from here i think i believe i could be wrong up the street up to like the church around the corner yeah um and like down the road as well they they were priest holes right yeah they were yeah um am i right in saying it was very catholic versus protestant sort of thing where that is why they were built was for when most of them i suppose that they're connected to the abbey Coyland abbey because they were catholics were being prosecuted they just needed a way to get the bishops out quickly yeah. the priests out quickly and obviously not being seen so it's why a lot of these really old buildings not just in Wellingborough but all over the country will have little hidey spaces for religious folk yeah some of them were tiny as well. Yeah. And they were in there for days. It was mm-hmm. all the time that like the royal 
guard or whatever they were were like living in your house to try and catch you taking catholic mass or something yeah um and they found skeletons in them priests that have died of starvation yeah. or whatever yeah. in them which is horrendous but so you, you mentioned you had feelings walking in but how specific were those feelings or was it just so i came in and there was nothing in like the initial lobby and i was kind of like oh okay maybe i'm just not going to get anything mm. And then we went up the stairs and I definitely got this feeling of like being watched yeah. and like the hairs on the back of my neck, but I didn't feel scared. Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay, there's there's someone here. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, if you come home and you know your parents are in the house, but like you can't yeah. see them. Yeah. Just they're like, oh, okay, I know someone's here. Yeah. And then that kind of stopped when we came like off the landing. And then we came in here and again, I got that real feeling of being watched, but I don't like the feeling in here. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. a nice feeling. I wouldn't, be relaxed in here i probably wouldn't want to be alone in here certainly not at night yeah there is a definite slight i don't know if animosity is the wrong word but there's something that i don't quite like in here yeah on the stairs there was just a presence yeah and Mm -hmm. it it didn't feel scary it was just there Mm -hmm. in here i don't like it again at the time it's probably just me being dramatic (laughs) um but when i worked here there was multiple occasions i flat out refused to come in here oh yeah in this specific room in this specific room yeah okay even like wandering the halls because the halls are quite narrow yeah and that in itself it can be quite unsettling without having heard like the backgrounds yeah Mm -hmm. because i I, I nothing before i got in here and it's interesting Um, that you've said that considering the stories obviously we've just read your specific feelings almost match perfectly with the supposed mm -hmm. people that are there with it something quite negative in this room but on the stairs yeah. was a little girl it's surprising not surprising maybe just fitting that it so accurately matched what you feel with what everyone else feels that's why these stories exist because everyone yeah. else has felt that yeah i definitely when i was reading it and i was kind of like oh, okay that that matches yeah it's it's quite reassuring yeah i think yeah. that it's not just your brain yeah, yeah i know a lot of people mm. wouldn't necessarily find that reassuring but it's kind of like okay that was a feeling yeah mm. um and like really weirdly when i came in you didn't tell me what room we were in mm-hmm. and as soon as i read that story i was like that's this room yeah it yeah. has to be yeah which again is weird because <laughs> i shouldn't necessarily know that you didn't say anything about the priest hole it's not open no. yeah, yeah there's nothing that's, but that's the whole thing of it is that that's why we accidentally found it is because i didn't know which part obviously the priest hole blends in so well i didn't actually know like yeah specifically what part it was and that's how i kind of fell into it almost <laughs> literally fell into a priest hole yeah that was fun fun so in the story it mentioned about some things that are kind of left unexplained yeah i might actually have some explanations for them Ooh. based on conversations i've had so in here it's supposed to be quite a negative space um one very loose explanation is if that uh pillar Mm -hmm. above us is let me get this right i think it's the only remaining piece of wood in wellingborough from one of the first british ship voyages okay and so the carvings in them are from sailors oh wow which is Mm. is crazy that is insane um if there's a link or not i don't Mm. know yeah it's that's i I put that in mainly because I found it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that is an explanation for something. Mm-hmm. Well, thinking about that second part of the story when it talks about the unexplained kind of sections, 
that's like kind of throwing things and tankards and bottles and glasses and that kind of matches in a way like sailor personalities and like that very kind of like yeah, true, you know on true. a ship guys in a tavern being raucous like it, yeah. it kind of matches that feeling yeah in a way yeah could be a coincidence obviously but that does seem to fit if they're somehow linked yeah. to that mm-hmm. word i'm not sure what ship it is but it's interesting you yeah know? yeah it's really interesting and being displaced as well often if you're attached to something and then that gets moved that can cause animosity yeah yeah so if they're linked to that and they're not happy that they're no longer on a ship yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. would explain that behavior in a way i guess another thing I, it sort of throws a spanner in the works for these stories in entirety but the young girl on the stairs may have actually been a mistress of oliver cromwell okay. so there's i think over the years there's sort of been a confusion as to like the gray lady and the little girl there's potential that it's the same person okay if that makes sense yeah i mean obviously that makes oliver cromwell not a very good dude at all um, <laughs> but i just think and it's weird how you hear these stories and then i guess it's like chinese whispers where they sort of they distort yeah. And yeah. yeah definitely and i think it's definitely possible for the same i don't know what word you want to use soul spirit whatever mm-hmm. to appear in multiple different ways in multiple different mm-hmm. forms and there can definitely be one part of her that's there as in one place that she was emotionally connected to in another yeah. part in another space yeah mm-hmm. um so it would make sense but on the, on the stairs i remember having a conversation that they know when someone's like either fallen down the stairs or something like that because she'll supposedly act up and they keep a light on at night because she is scared She's, of the dark um yes. like you said i think it's interesting you got that not necessarily benign but sort of you knew there was something there that wasn't yeah dark it's not scary it's not threatening i would feel okay walking down those stairs yeah. at night i'd know there was someone there yeah. but i wouldn't think, feel threatened by it yeah mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be in here at night i i definitely not saying, my own. even as somebody who is somewhat skeptical i don't know what, don't know what it is i think maybe perhaps it's just not because it's not a building but i definitely wouldn't want to mm-hmm. be here alone and i or just here at night in general yeah this room specifically there is a weird just extra i I keep on doing this like like something's crawling up my back yeah. it's kind of yeah. the feeling i get <laughs> but yeah it's yeah. an incredible building the one thing that i don't have an explanation for is mrs pretty no one really knows why she's here but the thing is with wellamer being a commercial travel town historically yeah there's an infinite number of things that yeah i guess could have happened or and if this is an old inn it's impossible for everything to be documented so it could just be that yeah that one got yeah 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 do we know in terms of like her life she's obviously got a name do we know where that's come from i have no idea because the the person i spoke to about her she'd never heard of her either she just knew she just knows that when she worked here she felt uncomfortable going through the halls and stuff like that yeah um but there was never really a reason why again that could just have been psychosomatic yeah um yeah it's an old building it's wobbly walls and whatever that's always going to play tricks with your mind yeah and i suppose you know people always think of ghosts being linked to something traumatic and to Mm -hmm. a murder or death or whatever but it's just as possible for it to be somewhere that she was happy yeah and Mm -hmm. that's why she's come back yeah Yeah. and that obviously won't have necessarily been recorded because you Mm -hmm. don't 
record when people are really happy places you record when they yeah. get murdered or <laughs> die or whatever yeah. um yeah because there was she was saying as well they had actual a, a ghost hunting team oh. come in mm-hmm. um Sweet. and the videos are on youtube i can't remember what they called i apologize and she said when they weren't recording the table that was supposedly linked to the little girl that tablecloth kept Maybe. shifting it's interesting like just to walk around this place now knowing the stories it sort of puts such a weird perspective yeah. on it yeah. yeah and obviously i've only really been like up the stairs and then to here i've not been to like room number three where the the gray lady's supposed to be and stuff but it, it is an incredible building that's another thing i i have no explanation for her either there was another video on youtube about here where one of the previous managers had mentioned that water drips in that room out of nowhere um that could quite easily be explained by a plumbing problem but yeah (laughs) they mentioned that they've had checks and there's no there's no leaks or whatever but again like you don't know do you know what i mean it jumps to the logical mind yes as we mentioned before yeah um, but water is quite integrally linked to spirituality and stuff. Okay. I quite often, all of my family get this, but well, all of the females in my family get this thing that we call the rain, mm-hmm. which is where you'll walk into someone and you'll just get a sheet of water. Like someone's poured a bucket over your head, but there's no water, there's nothing. Okay. And it's always a little bit of a like, this is active okay. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only got it once or twice. But my mum's had it quite a lot. And it's not necessarily linked straight to something. It's just a signal of like, active yeah there's there's something or someone here or there's a weakness in whatever allows that connection to happen i guess yeah, so yeah. water's very often linked to spirituality and seeing things it's weird I, I, you often hear about water being i, I know i've heard it a, like it acts as like a mirror yeah reflecting back they say a lot of the times you know you'll see things in mirrors and out of the corner of your eye yeah, that you yeah. can't see with the naked eye and and water acts as that and it's natural energy i suppose you know if mm-hmm. whatever is here needs energy to pull off yeah naturally mm-hmm. flowing water is yeah yeah a source of that i guess yeah. i don't know <laughs> um no, i have no idea either but no i've just i just know i've heard that before yeah i've definitely very often linked so from the off would you stay here overnight i would but with the definite purpose of seeing something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. i would want to stay here to do a ghost hunt yeah i wouldn't want to stay here just normally yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah i would yeah. be too scared i would be terrified if i stayed <laughs> here i would be I need someone to hold my hand the whole time <laughs> but i would definitely stay here to out of interest out of interest yeah. to see if i experienced something and see yeah. what i felt definitely 100 percent. i'm still not certain i would um but that's just me yeah that's me being dramatic we're, <laughs> we're a drama company we're a drama <laughs> company we're a drama um, company. oh god i suppose as well if you've worked here you've had a lot of that yeah. as i'm kind of like i've got i've got nothing no experience here mm. no feeling no nothing i've never been here before so i'd yeah. i'd love to get more out of it i suppose yeah it's an interesting building much of wellenborough has quite an interesting rich history yeah i just think this building was like a confluence of those yeah things. definitely yeah so yeah, thank you again for reading this story and it's my pleasure for, for giving your insights they are definitely definitely interesting and um and thank you for bringing me here. It's an amazing place. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wellingborough, a ghost story podcast brought to you by Watsonall Theatre. This podcast is created in partnership with Made With Many, 
supported using funding by Arts Council England. This episode was written by Ross De Costa. If you want to find out more about Wellingborough, be sure to check out A History of Wellingborough by Joyce and Maurice Palmer. Be sure to share with us your thoughts and any Wellingborough-based frights you've had yourself on social media. You can find us at Watsonall Co or visit our website at watsonalltheatre.co.uk. We've been your hosts, Kirsten and Ross. Stay spooky, Wellingborough.